This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. We got a lot of LSU recruiting to talk on, some LSU basketball as LSU has dropped another one over the weekend. We'll touch on Will Wade and the LSU basketball team. We'll touch even a little bit more into Brian Kelly and what he's doing. A lot of people nationally are currently getting egg on their face about when they said that Brian Kelly would not have really a lot of success once he stepped foot in Baton Rouge. Frank Wilson being back has obviously been a very big deal for Brian Kelly, so we'll touch into all of that. I'm sure it will be majority of the show. We will go into a little bit of the Saints topics tonight as Sean Payton allegedly is contemplating retirement. We'll touch on that. Uh, Don't know if I believe that he will retire. But uh, we'll see. We will see. We'll have to get into it for sure. We'll definitely have to get into it for sure as I keep getting asked that question uh, as many times uh, throughout the day. We will also get into some way too early expectations for LSU football um, as this roster is continually or continuing to gain pieces as they will continue to go for the transfer portal and some high school guys uh, as well. And, yes, we will touch on Harold Perkins as he decommitted from Texas A&M. I ha- Look, I-, I said this a couple of weeks ago. Um, 
actually two weeks ago to the day I pulled up my uh, my notes from two weeks ago today telling you about some things that we were hearing about Texas A&M and NIL and boosters and $30 million and all that stuff. I think you might now start to believe me a little bit more, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll dive into all of that. We will completely dive in to it all. All right, let's get to a couple comments uh, before we get started. Chris says, you done ticked somebody off. Yeah, I saw it. I really don't care, honestly. Um, I really don't care. Oh, oh, oh. And, yes, we will talk about Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. 1,000% talk about Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. How can you not? We'll do that probably in the midway through the show uh, and continue to do that. But, yes, I don't care. Somebody says something about me. Look, there's three rules of Are You Serious Sports and commenting. I think that we put – more comments up on our show from fans than any other show, LSU show at least. Um, we do it every single night. We get to as many of your comments as we can. Uh, but there's three rules. Number one, don't say anything about my family, especially my immediate family. That's rule number one. Okay. Number two, any racial slurs or anything like that, you're out. You're banned. Multiple platforms, you're, ba- you're banned, you're out. So, if some people, if you didn't see it, this guy went completely unhinged today. So, um, yeah. And, and, and number three, repeat one and two. So, all right. David Singley Jr. says, let's freaking go. Chris English also says, let's go. So does Kelly. So does many others. Uh, Nurse Court says, we're rolling. Ryan Guidry at Derek Street. Rudy Crew is in the house. That they are and that you guys are. Jonathan Rifkin. Formerly of Are You Serious Sports, the Are You Serious Sports Network, now formerly with ESPN. Hmm. Not formerly with ESPN, but now with ESPN. Uh, what's up, Rickon? What's happening, my man? And yes, I, I see the comments, some comments flying in about Caleb Williams. I will touch on that as well. Uh, we did touch on it on the Twitter spaces, but we will uh, touch on that as well. And Chance says, hashtag ask Blake, Eli Apple been getting roasted all day. Yes, he's been getting roasted like a marshmallow from the movie Sandlot. He he started it, and so now the entire city of New Orleans is finishing it. If you missed it, Eli Apple had some very choice words for the city of New Orleans and its fans, so I don't feel any uh, sympathy for him whatsoever. All right, let's do this. Let's pay some bills around this thing, uh, and then we'll get started. Uh, before And before we get started, too, with the rest of the show everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share there's a lot of you already currently on facebook do us a favor by hitting that like button and that share button as well share to some facebook groups don't forget to like our page here on facebook at the ru series sports network if you're following if you're listening to us on youtube don't forget to hit that subscribe button guys we're about 150 subscribers away from hitting the 3,000 mark. If you haven't heard before, we're going to do a $300 gift card giveaway sponsored by our good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm. We'll be doing that. We'll be doing a drawing uh, at the end of the month. Probably, uh, uh, We'll probably try to do it at least by uh, the 5th, at least a week at, min- at, at you know, just max date-wise, uh, at least a week before uh, the Super Bowl, at least a week before uh, Valentine's Day, just in case you want to take your significant other 
uh, out. We'll, we'll, we'll get you that money as well. But don't forget to hit that subscribe button and notification bell if you're listening to us on the Audio Podcast platform. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and do us a favor by rating the show as well. All right, let's get started. None better than our good friends over at GM Barnum Sons and BetOnline.ag. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. Hey, even if you break down in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. Again, 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. And our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Guys, we've been telling you about BetOnline for such a long time now. Such a long time. Hey, I tried to warn you. We went undefeated this week in our picks. We talked about it on Thursday's show, and we went undefeated. Now, I'm glad I took the money line. Completely glad I took the money line. But I did not see... Actually, actually, I did foresee it. <laughs> but the place that I use is betonline.ag. Use the Believe 50 AYS podcast tab. That way that you know and they know that your good friend Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you on by. They'll give you that 50% welcome bonus. It's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get started. I clicked the, I clicked the video off button too, uh, too soon. Way, way, way too soon. Okay, let's get to a couple comments, and then we'll, we'll talk some LSU recruiting. Uh, let's scroll up here to the top, and then we'll get some of these. Um, Carl Dunn says, Rudy Poo of the month equals Eli Apple. That's right. He is the Rudy Poo of the month. He might be the Rudy Poo of the year, and we're only in January. Jonathan Rifkin says he's the AYSOG, one of the AYSOGs. That he is. See, you come to work for all you serious sports, you get a part of, be a part of ESPN. <laughs> simple as that it had nothing to do with Jonathan Rifkin being very talented it had nothing with him being uh, nothing to do with Jonathan Rifkin being really good at calling games uh, uh, multiple sport games it was all because he did a fake internship <laughs> at AYS but I'm really proud of my uh, of my friend Jonathan Rifkin he says Blake ticking someone off don't believe it for a second it's true uh, this time I actually didn't do anything believe it or not uh, Pooh Bear says, way too early to buy tickets to the Natty. Say it ain't so. Well, we'll get into that as well. We'll get into that as well as I'll give my early prediction of what I think. And that can change. That can easily change. I mean, there's a long, long way to go. A long, long way to go there uh, for LSU and people that they will be adding in. But there is some stuff to talk about in recruiting. Now, a lot of this, and look, I'll start it off here too. This is just something, the way, especially the way that I live my life. Um, it's not for everybody. It's just something that I've always believed in, and it's something that I have always told myself. I don't really believe in coincidences. Now, you know, maybe, maybe sometimes, like maybe if you're thinking of a friend and then you see him at the grocery store, that's a coincidence, especially if you didn't you know, you didn't have anything to, to remember them by or you're just thinking about them for whatever random reason. You see them in a grocery store. They shoot you a text. They give you a phone call, whatever. Yet there are in life some coincidences. But when it comes to business or when it comes to football, when it comes to sports, I don't, I rarely, if ever, believe in coincidences. 
Well, today, if you if you missed it, five-star linebacker Harold Perkins decommitted from Texas A&M. Now, uh, two weeks ago on this show, two weeks ago, went back through my notes, read all of them. I'm like, hey, I remember this. Started making some phone calls. Everybody out there talking about name, image, and likeness, NIL being a huge issue for LSU and A&M's killing it, A&M doing this, A&M doing that. I understand it. I, I get you. I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right? But let me say this. Don't always believe, and it's something that we should have known since Al Gore invented the Internet in the year of 2000, maybe a little bit sooner, whenever it was that Al Gore invented the Internet. Maybe it was 1992. Hell, I don't remember. It's too young to remember. But you don't always believe in the things that you read on the Internet. When you hear the verbiage of A&M spending $30 million in A&M in NIL money, do you really believe it? Now, I'm not saying that there's something NIL related with Harold Perkins, but why does Harold Perkins decommit? Now, that question will be answered sooner rather than later. But I don't believe in the coincidences. I don't believe in two weeks ago that I told you that there are some things going around Texas A&M that sometimes boosters may or may not have been answering recruits and players' phone calls. Interesting development and interesting of something to follow. Now, not saying that won't happen at LSU. Not saying it won't happen everywhere. But when, like we mentioned two weeks ago, I continue to think and will believe that that will be a common occurrence. I think that these 18-year-old kids and their families are going to get a rude awakening at times when business people that make millions don't want to say one thing and then don't want to come up. When it's time to put the money where their mouth is, they don't want to do it. Again, not saying this is for Hell Perkins, but there are some things going out there. Just throwing, just, just throwing it. Just throwing it. So, we'll see. Now, Harold Perkins is going to be coming to Baton Rouge this weekend uh, for his last official visit, which looks really good for the Tigers. Now, Jacoby Matthews, who's another guy who just left Florida, he will be in here too. What if there's a situation where Brian Kelly ends this LSU recruiting class with guys in the likes of Harold Perkins, Jacoby Matthews, Danny Lewis, Caleb Douglas, the wide receiver from Texas. What if he gets Jarek uh, uh, Converse, the Oklahoma State transfer who started 46 games? What then? Because the all the narrative that I continue to hear and all the narrative that everyone tried to force me to believe was is that Brian Kelly was going to come down to LSU. He wasn't going to have any success in recruiting. He wasn't going to have no, – the people of the state of Louisiana are not going to accept him as their head coach doesn't look to be the case. So to the national media members and some other people who've never stepped, especially those who have never stepped foot inside the state of Louisiana, people that have not grown up here, people that have not lived here and have no idea about the Louisiana culture whatsoever, can't even pronounce Chapatula Street, think, you know, think so many different things about the state of Louisiana, don't tell me about culture because there's one thing and ultimately one thing that will make sure that the culture around Brian Kelly flies smoothly. It's called winning. It's called getting good recruits in here. It's called being dominant and consistent. 
So to all of these guys, you better be careful what you wish for. Um, look, I do not um, want to come out here and say, here's my, you know, here's what I'm thinking on this guy. I, I know that he's coming. I will say this in recruiting. As someone who's been in that process, someone who has family members that have gone through that process and even family members that are even a part of that process now in their professional lives when it comes to recruiting. Nothing is ever a lock. Maybe sometimes. Maybe guys like somebody who ever wants to come here like a Walker Howard, sure. But don't ever underestimate other programs, especially in the day and the age of NIL. We'll see how it goes on. We will definitely see how it goes on. But if you ask me, if you ask me if I think that LSU has a good chance for Hill Perkins and Jacoby Matthews, absolutely. Absolutely, I think that they have a good shot. You get both of them in the last recruiting weekend, the last official visits. It's really good. It's a good, good, good mixture for success. Doesn't mean, or it does not mean, at least for me, that I think that they're going to commit here. There is a thought that Jacoby Matthews is more of a lean for LSU than, than maybe someone like Carol Perkins. We'll see. We'll see. All right, fire in your questions. If you have any questions, we just probably need to do hashtag Ask Blake every night because they, it continues to happen. Uh, one person that I did for uh, did not talk about was Trevante Citizen, too, the running back from Lake Charles. And let me say this. The news around Trevante Citizen, is not, at least for me, is not that Trevante Citizen had a great weekend at LSU. It's not that Trevante Citizen – when he really commits. Now, it's huge. It's big. It's the big story. But for me, the biggest news out of this weekend when it came to Dravante Citizen, and multiple people have reported and multiple people have talked about it, is that Dravante Citizen, on his official visit this weekend, were, was meeting people around LSU, specifically LSU President William Tate IV. Now, why do I think that this is significant? When we'll get to these comments is when Brian Kelly got here and me sitting at the press conference and looking at Brian Kelly point at President uh, uh, William Tate and saying, alignment. Brian Kelly pointing at Scott Woodward and saying, alignment. That's the point. That's what he's talking about. Having recruits meet with the president of the university. Guys, that does not happen everywhere. President William Tate has made it known that he wants to put LSU as the LSU athletics as the face of the program, like you see at the University of Georgia, like you see at the University of Alabama, like you used to see with Nick Saban being here, and even times with Les Miles when everything was aligning at Louisiana State University. When you're able to do that, that's the things that Brian Kelly mentioned and said of why he left Notre Dame to come to Baton Rouge. Why he left South Bend to come to the best culture in the United States, in Baton Rouge, in Louisiana. That, bar none, is the biggest news for me during the weekend because that's going to continue. William Tate, Scott Wilbur, Brian Kelly, all rowing in the same direction. 
that normally and historically, not even at LSU, speaking of Nick Saban, but other programs has led to national championships over and over and over and over again. Nebraska in the 80s and 90s. Miami in the 90s and early 2000s. Florida State under Bobby Bowden. See where I'm getting at? Not saying that LSU is necessarily going to be the next dynasty and they're going to continue to run and they're going to have the success of Alabama. I think we have to see if LSU can sustain that. We have to see if Brian Kelly can sustain success at LSU, especially in the SEC. But we've seen the platform, we've seen the success, and Scott Woodward has been a part of that success. One last thing, and one last thing we will get to the comments, I promise, is this. Don't ever underestimate the power of a coaching staff. Whether it comes to on-the-field schematics, like you saw Durante Jones do when LSU played Alabama, and Alabama, who played for a national title, was only able to have six rushing yards against LSU. Or when it comes to recruiting, especially with now Frank Wilson on staff. We'll see what happens in February. We'll see what happens in 10 days from now. Or whenever, however many days that is. The big, right now, currently, the best hire that Brian Kelly has made is easily as Frank Wilson. It's not close. Now, as the season goes on and you get your defensive coordinator, Matt Housen, here when Kansas City is either they're done with the Super Bowl, they've played in the Super Bowl, or they lose next week to the Cincinnati Bengals, which somewhat, he still won't be here, though, um, this weekend, meaning Matt House, regardless of what happens for the recruiting visits. Frank Wilson right now currently is that guy, the associate head coach, lining things up for Brian Kelly, especially when it comes to Brian Kelly breaking down recruiting, recruits film, and their grades. Guys, I'm hearing things such as Brian Kelly watching film on every single recruit that they're putting on their big board, and that's what's taking them so long to get to some kids. It's going to be interesting. All right, I promise. That was the last part. Let's get to some questions. Let's go. Let's scroll up here, and then we'll get we'll we'll go down. Uh, Mark says Blake pretty cowardly for whoever it is not name himself or herself. Well, they did. They did. It is. It is what it is. Uh, let's go. Uh, <laughs> Brandon on YouTube says Blake has good. Uh, has good a good crystal ball that ain't no coincidence hmm. I'm not going to crystal ball or, or anything like that I just think that LSU's in a good in a, in a good position uh, Rick says hashtag ask Blake have you heard how citizens visit went with LSU this weekend seems like it went really well seems like he you know he and his mom had some questions and it tr- it looks like it's trending well with that being said you know maybe at one point, maybe a, a week ago today, LSU couldn't say that they're, I don't want to even say in the lead, but that they had a good shot at him. Again, never underestimate Frank Wilson. Never. Aaron Adams Jr. says, just heard the CEO of a major real estate company in Arkansas Twitter spaces say that they aren't just handing out money. They uh, need return on investment and are, uh, are making deals that way. Well, of course that they do. 
this whole thirty million Texas A and M stuff is. I don't want to say that parts parts of that are not are true. Like some of that is true. They're they're putting money away, I'm sure, and they got a lot of oil money and all this kind of stuff. Guys, they've had oil money for years. They could pay kids underneath the table. They've been paying recruits underneath the table. Hell, Jimbo Fisher went on the Paul Feinbaum show and said, we've been paying recruits underneath the table for years. And God forbid, the NCAA didn't even, is not, at least to my knowledge, even doing shit about it. <laughs> you, we're, we're thinking that this, this, this is just coming about. Guys, $30 million is a shit ton of money. I, I I don't get that. Yes, they need return on investment. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Let's see. Brian says roll tide. Okay. Okay. Chant says ain't no way in hell, boy. Ain't no way, boy. Rick says I already like the hire of Coach Kelly, but I'm super impressed with what he's doing in recruiting and in the portal, getting better and better. Yeah, they're getting better. Yeah, they're getting – heck, yeah, they're getting so much better. Um, I don't know if um, there's something currently that Brian Kelly has done that I necessarily completely disagree with. Some people don't like the Matt House hire. I understand it. Maybe it's uh, Coach Rock, Coach Steeples, the, the corners coach. Maybe some people believe that his resume is not long enough. But, sh- hell, I look at Coy Raymond's resume, and I say that that thing was pretty lengthy, and I still look at the last two seasons of LSU being 127th and 91st in pass defense. And, and look, you can believe this. You, you can believe it. You don't have to believe it. LSU had a toxic culture the last two years. Some of this stuff has to get cleaned out. Started by Orgeron, not going to not going to say that it didn't. But sometimes things have to be cleaned out. You have to build, you have to clean it out to start back over. LSU has great pieces, and like we have in the the description, look, I, I it, it, you can call me a homer all you want. I know my buddy Mike Scarborough at Tigerbait calls me a homer sometimes. Maybe sometimes I talk myself into seeing LSU have more success than what they rightfully should or could. But when I look at LSU from a just a on-the-sheet standpoint, I think LSU is going to do much better than 7-5. and five. I say much better, but I think that they can go 8-4. and four. I think that they have talented pieces around them to go 9-3. and three. There are some question marks around this team that I have. Obviously, the biggest for me is quarterback. I know a lot of people talk about Miles Brennan. We've talked about him in length on this show, just talking about on the field. Not, I've never ripped, I, you know, on this show specifically, even though I might have said some silly little comments on Twitter spaces or whatever, if we're talking just on the field, like legitimately on the field, you have a quarterback that in the last – LSU's last 21 games, he has not been available for you. Garrett Nussmeyer against Arkansas did not look that he's ready, that he was ready. 
Walker Howard, although extremely talented, and, and in my opinion, the most talented quarterback on this team, no matter what anybody says, right now he is the most talented, is coming off of some injury issues that he had in his senior year at high school. Guys, those are question marks. No one's saying that Garrett Nussmeyer is not a gunslinger. No one's saying that Miles Brennan doesn't have a bazooka. No one's saying that Walker Howard isn't one of, one of if not the best quarterback in this, in this recruiting class. But we have to be realistic of what we're watching and what we've seen. The offensive line, you don't, although the, there's bodies, you know, there's names on a sheet that we can go based off of, Miles Frazier being one of them, uh, Tremont Shorts, the new guy, both of those guys from the transfer portal, Garrett Dellinger had a lot of playing time, uh, Anthony Bradford had a lot of playing time. Regardless how those things and how those pieces look, you're going to have a completely new offensive line this season. So, yes, there are question marks around the offensive line. Brian Kelly addressed some of those needs by going and getting two really talented kids out of the transfer portal. Now, what do they look like in the interior? Defense, you know, I know that Ali Gay's returning. Ali Gay's had some injury issues. Mason Smith had some injury issues this year, but he's extremely talented. What do they look like with both coordinators, new coordinators calling plays? This will be, I mean, if you really think about it, even from both, you know, if, if there's kids that have been here for four, for four, maybe even five years, even if you go on the offensive side of the ball, look at the coordinators. If you're Miles Brennan, uh, you've had coordinators named Matt Canada, Steve Ensminger, uh, uh, Joe Brady, I guess you could call it in there, uh, 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 Sullivan, who was passing game coordinators. And, yes, I'm going to call a passing game coordinator a coordinator, uh, Scott Linehan, and now you, got, uh, you had Jake Peets, and now you have Mike Denbrock. So what is it, six, seven different philosophies that he's been around. Garrett Nussmeyer, he's been a lot around a lot of coaches. He's seen a lot of change happen. But this is another system that he's going to have to learn. Same exact thing for Matt Howe. Uh, when Matt House comes in defensively, there are a lot of questions. I say all that to say this. There's, there's a shit ton of talent on, at LSU at every level. There's talent at safety. Five-star Sage Ryan, linebacker. There's talent all at linebacker. There's talent at corner. There's talent on the defensive line. There's talent on the offensive line. Talent at running back. Talent, obviously, at receiver. You have talent at quarterback. Can you put all that together? If Brian Kelly can make this team come come to one, the standard is what LSU is now calling it. The new motto, like one team, one heartbeat was, now the new phrase for LSU football is the standard. Can you live up to it? Can Can Brian Kelly live up to it? All right. Uh, Willie Kane Ward says, any news on Caleb Williams? I said this today on Twitter. If you're not following us on Twitter, there's a lot more news and stuff that we talk about. Uh, on Twitter, so follow us. It's right here, AYS Sports. I mean, it's pretty much the same everywhere we go. Um, we got into it. I don't. I don't believe that he's coming at all. Uh, Carlton Reed on YouTube says someone said Kane is available. Quoting uh, quote in quotations, flashbacks of the movie The Program. Actually, I don't think I've ever seen that. Uh, Jacob says, hashtag ask Blake, if Sean Payton leaves the Saints, is it okay to become a free agent fan? I've been tampering with Cincinnati. Hmm. 
I'm always going to be a, a, a Saints fan. I know that what he's saying there, but um, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, Tyler Mann says, I hope everyone reported the fake Blake Rafino profile on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of craziness. Uh, a lot of craziness. Dwayne Official says, Coach O had alignment. No, he didn't. No, he did not. Coach O maybe had some alignment in 2019, but Dwayne, he did not have the support around him, whether you like it or not. Scott Wood wanted his guy. If you don't want to believe that, shame on you. Shame on you. But he didn't he did not have some of the things that Brian Kelly would have access to. Look at the the amount of money that LSU's spending for the coaching staff alone. I get that a base of 9.5 for Brian Kelly, 900,000 for Cortez Hankton, 1.2 for Mike Denbrock. Uh, uh, um, Brad Davis is making 800,000. Jake uh, uh, Joe Sloan I think is making over 500k. You go over to the defensive side of the ball. Jamar Cain's making 900,000 a year. I think um and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but Matt House is close to close to if not making more and over a million. I mean shit, shoot, I should have wrote I should have wrote all of this down and we could have done it. Now, LSU has had some very expensive coordinators, but when it comes to position coaches, if you think if you think that Scott Woodward would not sign the check for a defensive coordinator like uh, Dave Aranda or an offensive coordinator or someone who could bring offensive success like Joe Brady of upwards of $2 million, you're outside your mind. Outside your mind. He didn't have the support, bro. He didn't have the support. Uh, Aunt Marshall says, hashtag ask Blake, when are you going to get Miss Peggy on the show? I need to get Miss Peggy on the show. She, a lot of people loved hearing from Miss Peggy. Miss Peggy read on the Twitter spaces. I'll hit her up. I'll hit her up. Robert Law says, hashtag ask Blake, do you feel Matthews and Perkins would come in and start immediately? Well, let me say this. There is some things going around, can, and, and, and two, about Harold Perkins. I don't, I, you know, let's see what this week, the weekend holds here. You know, Baton Rouge and Jackson, Mississippi aren't too completely far away from one another. Um, does Harold Perkins leave? Does he go to Jackson State uh, with Deion Sanders? And look, if Deion Sanders can pull in the number one player in the country and another top five player in Harold Perkins, um, kudos to him. <laughs> maybe people will start taking Deion Sanders a little bit more seriously. Um, but in reference to your question, Robert, do I feel that Jacoby Matthews and Harold Perkins are day one starters? No. Um, let me look at this. Hold on one second. Just because I do not... I do not want to... Um, misquote here um but on 247 if you go to Harold Perkins they have him obviously five star number four recruit in the country they have him listed six two and a half 210 pounds 
Guys, if he's going to play inside linebacker, with all due respect to Harold Perkins, he better not be 210 pounds. Not when he's going against Alabama. Not when he's going up against teams like Georgia. Hell, when he's not, if he's not going to A and M, if he's not going against teams like, if he's going against teams like A and M, hell, really, if he goes against anybody in the SEC, you historically you can't be six three, two hundred ten pounds, and have a lot of immediate success. Quite honestly, I think because of the because of LSU's struggles um, in the DB room, maybe maybe I would lean a little bit more to Jacoby Matthews getting more playing time. But I don't know that. That's just an opinion. That's just that's just an opinion. Um, but look, I think that there's some players in here. Do I think LSU can land Jacoby Matthews? Absolutely. Do I think it's closer than, the, than some people and even maybe some at LSU tend to believe? Yes. NIL changes the game, though. Completely changes the game. Oh, oh, oh. And we're going to get to a short break, and then we'll talk some, some LSU basketball and some more recruiting, and you can fire in your questions. Let me say this as well. Um, I see a lot of people making negative comments toward recruits and saying, it's all about the money, damn it. It's all about the money for these recruits. How dare they? Wait a hot damn second. You mean to tell me that you are upset about someone else's what someone else is doing business-wise. With all due respect, to, there's over 850 of you in here live right now. If your job currently is giving you, let's just say hypothetically, $50,000 a year, and somebody over here is give, wanting to give you $100,000 a year, you're not batting an eye about these people over here giving you $50,000 a year. See ya. Yes. It, I, I don't, I, I legitimately don't understand. Everybody wants to talk about integrity. You know what integrity is? Like, we should look up the, the definition and words of integrity. Integrity meaning. Uh, the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness. He's known to be a man of uh, of integrity, huh? So how does that play into when it's about your family? Being an honest, stand up, strong morals and principles, bringing your family to a situation that they may or may not have ever been to before. Stop watching someone else's money too. Uh, Dane Bergeron sends his $5 via Super Chat. He says, thank you, Blake, for pointing out that Coach O did not have the alignment. Pelini was a Woodward guy. I don't I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe that for a second. But, Dane, to your point, what I do believe, what I do believe is that Scott did have some hands into it, but not as much as some have – Said, let me just say that. Let me just say that. All right, we got more. We got more LSU stuff to talk about. Fire in all your questions. There's a lot of comments coming in. Fire in your questions. Hashtag Ask Blake. Have something you want to talk about? Put it inside the Rudy Crew chat. We'll talk some LSU men's basketball. We'll talk about Sean Payton uh, retiring possibility. Uh, we'll bring on uh, 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 my good friend John Hendricks tomorrow, who covers the Saints as well, uh, known as the Saints Prophet. Um, 
So we'll talk about that. But we've got to talk about my good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm and my good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Guys, you might know that State Farm agent Carol Foss has great service. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know that State Farm has surprisingly great rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Foss has surprisingly great rates for every single one of you inside the state of Louisiana. All you got to do is call him today, 985-395-4300. That's 985-395-4300 for those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurances. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com, 985-386-7600, 985-386-7600. DWIs, <clears throat> successions, titles, anything, having issues with and this is probably why you should switch to Carol Falls, too. But if you're having issues with the insurance company, with Hurricane Ida, you need to call them today with your, for your free consultation if you mention AYS. It's to drakewilliamslawfirm.com, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Tell them Blake Rafino at AYS since you own by. All right. Boom, shakalaka. Let's get to, to all of these. Yeah, I, I see a lot of people asking me about Sean Payton. I'll just knock it out very quickly. Give us about, give me about five minutes, and then we'll get back to some LSU stuff. Don't forget to hit the like button and share. Everybody, smash the like button now, now. Smash the like button, share it to Facebook groups and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know what? I'm going to save Sean Payton for. Well, no, we'll we'll talk about. It. Let's just talk about it very quickly. Look, I don't think Sean Payton's retiring. I do believe, like most of the times with Sean Payton, he is controlling this narrative. Regardless of what he does, look, I just don't see a scenario where he's leaving. Now, if if Troy Aikman leaves Fox and they want him to bring him in the booth, I don't think that Sean Payton's uh, uh, um, personality fits well for him to be inside the box. Maybe it does. We've never seen him do that. Um, let me say this, though. To everybody who's not believing that he is contemplating retirement or that he's telling reporters that he's contemplating retirement, he's telling Ian Rappaport, he, he's telling uh, uh, Adam's, uh, Adam Schefter, he's, tell, he's told, uh, what's his name, Jay, Gla- Jay Glazer, they're all going out there saying that they've spoke with, with Sean Payton. Sean Payton goes back in the building. Let me say this, Sean Payton would not talk to anyone inside the Saints organization for what was, what, the last three weeks. Gail Benson said today or early this morning before Sean Payton went into the uh, the Saints building that he had that she had not spoke with Sean Payton. But what's so funny about that is that he blamed and everyone blamed Michael Thomas for never answering the phone, but neither did Sean Payton. Let's see how that plays out. I, I, I don't really have a feel. We'll bring John Hendricks on tomorrow. Um to bring that on uh yeah guys again please 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 don't stop unless the recruit tells you where they're going and for for you to run it if you're in a if you're a media member stop running that shit let them do it uh justin on facebook let's get to some lsu we'll talk some basketball too uh, Justin on Facebook, though, says, do you think the longer that Ca- this Caleb Williams thing drags out, the more it favors us? Maybe. Look, I talked to some people at Oklahoma, and they told me today, people that I trust, 
Um, and they even somewhat provided proof that Caleb Williams I, – I shouldn't say somewhat provided proof. They did provide proof that Caleb Williams had told some of their former uh, – or some of his former teammates that he was planning on making the decision soon. I don't trust any of that, though, meaning I don't trust that he's going to do that. I don't trust – what's coming out of Oklahoma. I don't trust what's coming out of USC. Some of the stuff that's coming out of LSU, I don't trust. It's all over the place. Talk to people that cover USC. They say one thing. Talk to people that cover Oklahoma. They send you some things. They tell you some things. And it's like, well, that's completely opposite of what USC people are saying. Then you turn around and you hear some people and you talk to some people around LSU. They're saying some things that I don't believe. With that being said, I, I really just don't know. This one's baffling me a little. Now, if it was USC for Caleb Williams, I don't know why he hasn't made that commitment. i tell you why he it, – and it's really just based off of an opinion. But if he is not going to uh, – if he's not going to USC at this point, what's he waiting for? Well, he's waiting for that bag. He's waiting for the NIL money. Guys, I mean, this is open this is open season. There's regulations that have to go a part of this. Let's not you know, let's not get that twisted. Let's not get that twisted. So, we'll see. Devin on YouTube. What's up, Devin? Says you ain't no big football guy if you haven't watched the program. Yeah. Come on, Devin. Uh Send it to me, Devin. I, I watch it. I mean, I'll watch anything. Blake's do say on Facebook says, hashtag ask Blake, everyone cried for Joe Brady. Does he go to Miami? Hell, I don't know. I, I mean, you think – guys, listen to me. You think you think that LSU went some th- through some coordinator shit. It's been over – or it's coming up or close to – wasn't it 50 days since Mario Cristobal has been hired at Miami and they don't have coordinators? They're striking out on everybody? <laughs> I mean, maybe they got somebody. I, I'm not following religiously Miami. Uh, again, could be wrong there, but come on, man. Come on. Um, so, if he goes there, I, I don't know that. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Chris English says 247 dropped him, Megan Walker-Howard, from the number one player as – or maybe – Maybe not uh, – no, uh, maybe – I don't know who he's talking about in the original. Maybe Travis Hunter. I don't know. Uh, one player at as well dropping Walker Howard to a four-star. It, it's like clockwork. Man, it's like clockwork. Um, Joseph asked, do I see Jerry Jones grabbing paint? No, not soon because of the fact that Sean has um, – or the Saints have the rights for Sean – until 2023, now, could they pay the Saints out and all that kind of stuff? I, I, I don't know that. Um, I'm sure that they can. I'm sure Jerry Jones would. We'll see. We'll see. Rodney D. Well, but but if then Sean's lying his ass off then, too. If Sean's saying that he's burnt out, the, sh- the last thing your ass needs to do is go to Dallas. That's a, 20, that's a 24-7, 365 a year job. Now, I'm not saying New Orleans Saints isn't, but, I mean, you're constantly being talked about. You're constantly being nitpicked. You're constantly, oh, this, the, the Cowboys are going to Cowboy. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, we got some basketball talk. Okay, here comes Rodney D with a bomb question. He says, um, hashtag ask Blake, do you think Will Wade is getting on the hot seat? No. I don't believe that Will Wade's getting on the hot seat at all. Um, let me say let, let me say this um, about Will Wade. And I get pushback every single time that I talk about Will Wade or I critique Will Wade. Doesn't matter. Legitimately doesn't matter. Um, Will Wade has not made adjustments offensively the last three games. It's not an opinion. It's not something that I'm just trying to trump up to to say anything negative about Will Wade. Guys, you watch the games. You're not dumb. A lot of you know a lot more about sports and basketball than some people that do what I do and come on the radio or come on the podcast or whatever, especially when it comes to schematics, especially when it comes to calling plays. Now, I think where I'm going to critique Will Wade is here. Um, when you don't make those adjustments for three games, what in the heck are you waiting on? Some of the players that he has recruited, very highly recruited guys, are not playing up to the expectations of their star rating. I will say this too. A lot of people push back at me with Will Wade in reference to, well, he's had technically, he's been consistent, he has a lot more success than other former LSU basketball coaches. But the problem with that is this, is when you when you recruit at a very high level, the expectations for you are very high, right? You know, it's like I said this, and it's kind of like a, I'm stealing a Spider-Man quote, but putting it into sports terms. When you recruit heavily, when you recruit very talented guys, whether they be four- or five-star guys, the expectations are greater. With great, response, with, with great power comes great responsibility. With great recruiting expect, comes a lot and really big expectations. When you're getting this amount, a level of five-star recruits, the expectations should be bigger. Now, does that mean Will Wade has worked magic? Does that mean Will Wade has done specific things to get those guys here? And, and when people look at the PMAC and when people do, you know, the other programs have better facilities than LSU basketball? Sure. Sure. But before you start dumping funds into basketball like you do a football or a baseball, you got to be consistently winning. Will Wade's doing that. He's not on the hot seat, at least in my opinion. At least not in my opinion. Now, he still has an, inve- an open investigation open on him. We don't know the determination. You want him extended? Okay. Well, if you're in Scott Woodward's shoes and you extend him and the NCAA comes down with something, then what? Now, I get that you can fire him for calls and all this kind of stuff, but if you're going to – Normally, it's not just a coach that gets hit. Most of the times, it's the coach and the school that gets hit when it comes to NCAA violations. I think Will Wade's going to get past that. I think Will Wade's going to be fine. But let's put a lot of relative things around what's going on with Will Wade. He hasn't made adjustments offensively, and 
quite honestly, he's got to be able to do that to have success. There's no reason whatsoever that you should have lost to Arkansas, in my opinion. And quite honestly, I don't think that they should have lost to Tennessee this past Saturday. They used the same exact game plan offensively that they did the time before that they played Tennessee. You know, I, I don't like comparing sports here, but you would rip the dog manure out of less miles for running 75,862 toss dives, but why aren't why aren't you doing the same for Will Wade? Now, the last part of this coin and the last part of this, the, all of this is Xavier Pinson, the point guard for LSU. Now, I understand that Xavier Pinson's hurt. I understand he's out. I understand that your best shooter in Adam Miller is out. To me, it's not the fact that LSU has lost the last three games. The, the point for me is, is that you haven't made those adjustments. Again, the three losses when you're having injuries to your, to your two starting, really your two starting point guards, but two of your guards, probably some of the, if not, but some of the best players on your team, yes, you're going to struggle. Yes, you're going to lose games. I don't think that anybody is upset that they're losing necessarily as much as they are of the no adjustments. So, they're really hurt. You know, LSU has really struggled without Xavier Pinson, and they've struggled, but we didn't see Adam Miller. So, (sighs) all right. Zay says, agreed, Wade needs to put uh, make some lineup adjustments and the players need to push themselves. I, I can't disagree with that. Jay said, Barry on Facebook says, 100% true, Blake. Wade, uh, put up or move out. I, I'm not going to say um, – I'm not going to say for him to move out. I'm not going to say to fire Will Wade. I'm not going to say any of those things. I don't necessarily agree with coming out here and saying fire Will Wade. I think he's a, he's a good coach. I'm not putting that stigma on there. But but there does seem to be a narrative that when, and I've said this multiple times in these Twitter spaces, when you criticize Will Wade, there's always excuses from the fan base. Nobody on planet Earth, myself included when it comes to this podcast, is, is subject to constructive criticism. If you have a problem with some things that I do during my show, sounds good. Let's talk about it in a normal way. It's calm environment. There's things that I do that I, know, I understand that it's going to tick some people off. Let's talk about it. Will Wade is not above reproach. Approach. All right. Fire, you can continue to fire in your questions and we'll get to them. Look, I, I put in here too on, on the top if you've seen or if you see in the description, it says final countdown for LSU football recruiting. It's going to be a wild couple. It's going to be a wild couple of weeks. It's going to be a wild weekend. It's going to be a wild um, sourcing weekend. You know, there may be some things. Um, may th- be some things that pop soon in recruiting for LSU. We'll see. So I hear a lot of good things. And, and look, I, I can't if I can't emphasize this enough. Um, how do I want to say this? God bless those who ran out there and publicly bashed Brian Kelly if he ends up, how do I want to, I'll just say it. If 
LSU ends with, hypothetically, with Harold Perkins, Jacoby Matthews, Danny Lewis, Caleb Douglas, uh, Jarrett Converse, uh, whoever it is that they add into this class. God, God bless those in the national media. God bless you. Because it will be Thanos, Thanos light rain hellfire on the national media. Because I got to be honest with you guys, if this were anybody, if this were anywhere else outside of LSU, would they have gotten on Brian Kelly's ass? The only one that actually had a moderate take and a good take was Colin Cowherd. And when he said that Brian Kelly's a damn good coach and he doesn't understand why everybody's going out there bashing Brian Kelly. Oh, he doesn't fit with the culture. Tell that to the kids of Louisiana. Why do you think that more kids from Louisiana have come into the transfer portal and come to LSU under Brian Kelly than what did from Ed Orgeron? Have you thought about that? You let your good coaches coach. You let your good recruiters recruit. And Frank Wilson is about to be on the top of one of those lists. If LSU has severe success, which I think that they can in the next couple of years, Frank Wilson's gone. Book it. Mark says, is Wade the Gus Malzahn of basketball? No, Gus didn't have the success, the sustained success that Will Wade does. Um, Jerry Zimmerman says, Will Wade is the less miles of basketball? I didn't say that. Um, nor do I think that. Brian Russell on YouTube says, think Wade is a better recruiter than he is a basketball coach, or so it seems. And how do you go from a knockout shooter like Cam Thomas to dudes that can't, uh, couldn't hit the side of the barn. Well, and and, and I, what I don't, what I don't like is, is for that for one thing is like, oh, well, your best shooter's out and save your pension. Well, you got to have more than one shooter on your basketball team to win games. Darius Days is cold. Efton Reed couldn't hit, can't hit shots in the paint. He can't get defensive rebounds consistently. He can't get offensive rebounds consistently. Uh, Brandon Murray has has been very streaky. He's on, he's off. He's on, he's off. The only bright spot right now for LSU basketball is Tari Eason. It's not close. Eric Gaines is really good defensively. He He's very erratic when it comes to turning the ball over and leading the, and leading the charge offensively. I, I don't know what other people are seeing when, it, when, you, when you talk about uh, Brian, when you talk about uh, what's going on with Will Wade. Oh, I like this. Someone said, Rob Sense is on YouTube. I haven't read this. He said, hashtag complaint, Blake. He says, when you mention Mike Jones on your show, you immediately yell, who Mike Jones? It would seem as if Rob Sense doesn't like it. I'm not above criticism. If you like the Who Mike Jones in the show, give me a thumbs up. If you don't, give me a thumbs down. If you don't like it, most people don't like it, we'll stop it. See how simple that was. 
Uh, Jawan on YouTube says, Perkins, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. We're th- about 150 subscribers away, and we're giving $200 away. You better, you guys better do it. That's guys, $300 is a lot of money. Uh, but he says, Perkins is going to Jackson State of Florida. Book it. Maybe so. But you never know how you look until you get your picture took, and you never know what happens in NIL. Why Again, I give a reference of why is Caleb Williams not at USC? Why did Harold Perkins decommit from Texas A&M? Why do things happen? I do not believe in coincidences. If, if Billy Napier can pull off, if Billy Napier can find a way to pull off um, Harold Perkins, God bless it if Deion Sanders finds a way to pull off Harold Perkins. Florida State fans, beware. Ant Marshall says, Blake, you know local media wouldn't judge Brian Kelly without letting him uh, do the job first. <laughs> uh, Bryce says, I hope to do Miles Brennan can pull off a Cinderella QB season, but I ain't got no faith in his ability to stay healthy. The mayor on YouTube says, Gaines is a wild Mustang barreling down the lane and getting his pocket picked. Uh, the old vet on YouTube says, no one is above reproach. Everyone needs to be held accountable, uh, even when they're winning. I agree with that, myself included. Myself included. Uh, I have a really good, a really close buddy, um, and I, I'll be honest with him, and I'm probably going to clip this and send it to him because I might even get a little bit of emotion, a little bit emotional. I talk to him every day. He's from my hometown. Uh, I texted him about two weeks ago and said, shoot me straight, especially when I come onto my shows. Tell me if I'm being an idiot about this specific topic. He let me have it. I don't agree with everything that he said in reference to the sports opinion. I do agree and have to have to reflect on some things that he says that he thinks that I need to get better at. I consider that guy as a brother of mine, legitimately. He he treats me like a little brother, and I look up to him, and when he tells me something, he doesn't say a lot of things, but when he says something, I listen. I shut my mouth and listen. God, some kids, some people in t- today in our society need that. Some people in our society today need that. You know, I'm seeing a lot of people criticize kids about going in the transfer portal. The stupidest, and I mean absolutely ignorant, thing about people when they complain about the transfer portal, do not brag about kids that are very talented kids that come and play for your team and say, well, I'm glad player X is now with us, but damn this transfer portal. You sound like a buffoon. You not even a buffoon. You sound like an idiot. Yes, I got mad. My blood pressure went up to ninety-four. <laughs> or my pulse went up to ninety-four just that quickly. Ninety-two, ninety-one, eighties. All right. We'll get a couple more and then we'll get out of here. Uh Jay Miles says. Uh, no, nah, bro, we're uh, we're from the two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four era. Yeah, and historically, people that are older and don't know the era, 
Um, don't don't remember it. Rob says, I love it, Blake. Okay, well, he says he loves it. <laughs> Jerome says, who is Mike Jones? <laughs> Mike, I'm not uh, – Jerome, I'm not laughing at you, but I, I feel like you're just joking here. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Darren says, dude, you haven't been paying attention with the INTs, the interceptions, losses uh, to likes of Mizzou, and the indication causing sacks. He's had the protection. Uh, I don't know what that means. Um, Devin has a um, good point here. He says that Scott will, will improve the PMAC. That Clemson talk about getting Willie is comical. I agree with that. I, I very much agree with, with him here. And Rodney D brings up another good point. He says, but Wade is not a Woodward hire. He's not. He's not. He might get extended this offseason. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yes, I, I keep getting some questions. We're gonna we're gonna go above the hour sometimes. We're we're gonna go above the hour. We're gonna we're gonna have to extend the show a little bit more. Um, maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a, or an hour and a half. Um, as we're able to do it, we're able to do it, and it, we have a lot of content to do it uh, as well. Just gotta very quickly gonna mention my good friend Tracy over at the New Orleans Bourbon Fest, guys. I told you this last week. I'll be there at the New Orleans Bourbon Fest on March the 26th. Um, go to neworleansbourbonfest.com, get your tickets, hit me up. We can line up to go there. There's great drinks, there's great food, there's great people. Go to the New Orleans neworleansbourbonfest.com, get your tickets today before they are sold out. My good friend, John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage. Guys, I've been going through the process with John in reference to mortgages and things like that. He's saving everybody money. AYS Studio coming across or coming to a, a viewing screen near you. The way that that is possible is because of my friend John Patton at GMFS Mortgage, 225-614-1234. If you want to buy, buy a new home, save money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing a cash out refi, the timing has never been better. That's GMFSMortgage.com. GMFS Mortgage, changing lives. Okay, a couple more, and then we'll get out of here. Ant Marshall says, hashtag ask Blake, why not squib kick with 13 seconds left? All right, we'll get to some NFL playoffs to, to end it here. I I agree with you. First, I want to start with Joe Burrow, though. Um, I have been known to be a offensive line homer. I stick up for the offensive line. However... When a defense is only rushing four guys and you don't make adjustments, get quick outlet passes for Joe to complete. The scoring drives that can't, that Cincinnati wind, would wind up happening, majority of them came from when Joe was picking apart, nickel and diming down the field. Go back, go back and watch that game. Nickel and dime, nickel and dime, nickel and dime. They're going down the field. They go in and score. Nine sacks is not Super Bowl winning, Super Bowl winning caliber. If they find a way to win the Super Bowl, this is all on Joe Burrow. Bottom line. Um, they play Kansas City this week. The, the, to Ant's question and to Ant's point here, it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen. 13 seconds left in the game, two plays in 10 seconds. Kansas City gets in field goal rage, kicks it. 
Look, the overtime rules, the way that I feel about them is this. <laughs> you have 60 minutes to stop them. You have 60 minutes to win the game. I don't like taking the ball out of Josh Allen's hands there. I wanted to see that that heavyweight fight continue. I think Josh Allen proved that he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, with that being said, though, God, you got to stop him, man. You got to stop him. What what was the Buffalo even doing there? I mean, the the first play they rushed four. Like I I don't understand it. I I, I don't I just don't understand it. And Devin, <laughs> Dak says uh, says Dak would never. Dak wouldn't. Dak would have ran. Um. Um, yeah. So, I, I I don't know if Cincinnati has the personnel to win this weekend. I think Eli Apple's going to get absolutely roasted by Tyreek Hill. Absolutely roasted. I don't think it's going to be close. Uh, Kristen says Bills had supposedly had the number one rated defense as well. Yeah, not not on those last cut, not not last series. I mean, in missing your uh. Missing your uh, God, I hate people like this. You say stupid shit, you're getting banned. We're not playing this shit in in, in uh in 2022. Uh, but Devin says he's taking the Bengals plus six and a half. I I'm very intrigued to do that. I mean, we made some good money this week too. I should have done a parlay, but every time I do parlays, I miss one. We'll see. Uh, last one. Brandon Reed says Wilbur probably gets ner- or is too nervous to ex- uh, to give Wade an extension because of that investigation. I don't disagree with that at all. Or he wants to monitor it. Certainly wants to monitor it. All right, guys. We'll see y'all again tomorrow night. John Hendricks, who covers the New Orleans Saints and also is a huge LSU fan, will uh, be joining us. John the Prophet, they call him. All right, guys. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Eli Apple, get off Twitter. See y'all tomorrow. Peace out, Girl Scouts. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save